Welcome back to Nothing But Evil. I'm Abby Sharp. Today we're going to look at David Henricks and the murders of his wife and three kids. It was an early November day in Bloomington, Illinois. Henricks and his family went out for pizza and played for a little bit before returning home at about 9.30 p.m. Henricks left a couple hours later for a business trip to Wisconsin. He tried to reach his wife for a couple days and never got an answer. He was worried, and so was her family. He called Bloomington police to perform a welfare check. What they found was highly disturbing. 30-year-old Susan Henricks and her three kids, 9-year-old Rebecca, 7-year-old Grace, and 5-year-old Benjamin, were all mutilated, bludgeoned with an axe and butcher knife. At first, police suspected a robbery gone wrong. However, there was no sign of forced entry or a struggle. Police really didn't know what to think. I'll pause this story for a second to say that I have family who lived just down the street from the Hendricks, where this brutal murder took place. For a few weeks, people were scared to ever go outside for fear that there was a serial killer running around in the neighborhood, brutally murdering families in their homes. That aside, police had no leads. So they looked at David Henricks's alibi again. We all know that the significant other is always the first suspect. His alibi seemed solid at first, but police began building a timeline that didn't quite make sense to them. Medical examiners, including now widely respected Illinois Representative Dan Brady, studied the kids' bodies. The story was that they had eaten pizza at 7.30 and were home two hours later, then David left. But medical examiners found food contents still in the kids' stomachs. Generally, food leaves the stomach and goes to the small intestine within a couple of hours. But the kids' stomachs were lined with pizza toppings, so it was determined that the murders had to have occurred when David was still home. After the murder, David did many TV interviews trying to get information on the murders. Many people watching, including prosecutors, body language experts, and the assistant state's attorney thought David was being deceitful. Within a month, David was charged with murder. The trial had to be moved to Rockford, about two hours north of Bloomington, because of widespread knowledge of this case and a possible biased jury. Prosecutors formed their case around what they thought the motive was, since they lacked solid evidence. The prosecution argued that David was living a double life, talking to and wanting to be with other women despite these feelings conflicting with his Puritan religion. They said his inner turmoil and guilt drove him to kill his family. They called models to testify who had worked for David at one point, promoting his back braces in magazines, and were told that Hendricks was touchy and made moves on all of them, though the models all said Hendricks never went too far. The defense's big argument was that physical activity or trauma can affect someone's rate of digestion so the medical examiner's findings of food in the kids' systems didn't necessarily mean they were murdered within two hours of eating dinner. The jury sided with prosecution, finding David Henricks guilty of eight counts of murder. This would normally carry a maximum sentence of the death penalty, but the presiding judge, Richard Banner, said that he wasn't convinced beyond reasonable doubt that David Henricks was the killer. He sentenced him instead to four consecutive life sentences on December 21st, 1984. David Hendricks came back in the media spotlight seven years later when the Illinois Supreme Court granted him a retrial. The court ruled that the model's testimony was inadmissible because it was more prejudiced than anything. This time, the prosecution didn't have a case 
since their evidence to prove motive was taken away. David Henricks was found not guilty in 1991. Henricks has been married three times since the murders. He moved to Florida shortly after his release from prison and renounced his fundamentalist religion. Henricks maintained his innocence and firmly believed that his brother-in-law was the one who committed the murders. Police never launched an investigation into that allegation. Instead, the Henricks murders will go down as brutal, horrendous, unsolved murders that shocked a small town in central Illinois. Thanks for listening to Nothing But Evil. I'm Abby Sharp.